Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 7 of 2016 and with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. She will help us look at the links published this week on discoculiaheadlines.com. This week we're looking at Dr. Schroeder's info session. We're checking out people that see numbers as colors. We check out 17 issues that people have with Discoculia. We look at a very nice infographic and we meet a PhD who has Discoculia. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Hi, pleased to be here. Good. Well, um, let's jump right in. The, uh, the first, actually the first uh, link, we linked to uh, an, um, an announcement of an info session uh, that you are giving in Houston, Texas. Uh, so what's the planning there? Yeah, this uh, info session on Thursday, March 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m., uh, go to my website for all the uh, information. It's discoculiaservices.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, we raise awareness for discoculia. Yes. And apart from digital information on the headlines page, Facebook, and podcasts, I really believe in the power of person-to-person communication. Right, face-to-face. Yes. So um, in our information session... I can go over the research and speak about effective intervention, what I'm basically doing um, full-time. And the audience can share their experiences. And it helps so much for teachers who can sometimes pull their hair out why some of their students um, seem not to get it. Uh, and they can hear that um, it's not, first of all, their teaching, but that that particular child might have dyscalculia and uh, needs specific intervention right. to, to eventually become successful in math. Same, obviously, for parents, obviously, who try to help their child with homework or uh, study for a test, and they see that their child's children become more and more distressed and, and start to develop math anxiety. So mm. I feel it's a really important uh, issue to talk about it's uh, largely unknown and obviously in two hours we cannot cover all the topics that are related to math anxiety and dyscalculia but it will certainly uh, make it clear for teachers or parents uh, if this is a topic that they need to uh, to delve into a little bit deeper if that yeah fits their child or their student right and it's all free that's all free. That's yeah. all free. Great, great service uh, for the uh, for the city. Um, well, then uh, let's look at our um, at our next link here, and this is the link that deals with people that see um, uh, numbers in color. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I had I had misstated it. I, I had stated first in the link um, that they see uh, numbers uh, as colors, but I got corrected. Actually, the person uh, contacted me over uh, over Twitter and corrected me. So I, I have several edits of this uh, this posting. Wow! Yes, um, the so-called ordinary girl, yeah, um, that's her name. Mrs. Uh, Jean Stowell, 
um, has a very interesting story here. And uh, she describes her uh, seeing the numbers and colors. And uh, some people have that. They, they actually call it synesthesia. Some people uh, actually hear a tone when they look at a number or when they look at a word. Oh, wow. Uh, they, they, it's, the term is grapheme color synesthesia. And it's, it, uh, it's really confusing. Uh, imagine that the number five is like printed in orange, but they associate the five with blue. So they see it in both colors. It, it flips uh, up and down. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it, it can really be... <laughs> it's a little bit uh, like looking at the Google logo the whole day. Confusing, but it, it also is related to a lot of um, calculation errors because they um, focus on the colors of the numbers and if your 8 is orange but also your 13 or your 20, then that gets muddled up right. uh, while you do the calculation. So it's really complicated. Wow. I have never heard of this. Yeah, well, um, uh, it's, a, it's a known medical entity and there is some cross-wiring uh, between the number or word reading area and the color processing area, uh, which are cl very close to each other uh -huh. uh, in the brain. And they and that's kind why of cross-wire. Oh, wow. Okay, enough about uh, synesthesia. In this blog, uh, Jean um, also points out her struggles with numbers. And she actually struggled with that her whole life and eventually was diagnosed when she was in college. And now gets the help she needs. So that's that's a good end of the story. Um, but if you uh, read her uh, ongoing embarrassment, like um, being in a room with an analog clock, she has no clue uh, what time it is. Yeah. Or when she is being asked for her cell phone number, she actually needs to pull out her cell phone and look on the thing what her own Please phone number is. So it's really embarrassing. So... If you hear this story, please make the pledge that you will try to get help for students or for your kids if they have issues like this. And don't wait till college age before yeah, help kind is, of is organized. Yes. Kind of okay, thank you very much. Our, uh, now our, our next link, uh, this is someone who has 17 issues <laughs> with uh, annoying effects of uh, dyscalculia. Yeah, that probably uh, has taken her some time to count till 17. Um, actually, this is a story of a young woman from Denmark. And she has profound issues with uh, time perception. And she also has ADHD. She talks about my world without numbers. She lives in a bubble, so to say, where numbers do not have any, any meaning. And she tells in a really interesting uh, TED talk that she just wanted to be average. Um, she now is a student and she is very uh, creative. She has been writing stories from a very young age, mm -hmm. but she is still um, experiencing the issues with the uh, dyslexia and the dyscalculia. She actually says that um, compare it 
with talking in your second or third language. Whenever she has to do something with uh, numbers, it goes as slow and as cumbersome as if we would talk in French. French or Spanish. Yes, absolutely. So I think it's a, it's a very oh, good wow. way of explaining it, and it's definitely worth to uh, look at this uh, podcast. Okay, and we're linking to the uh, to the to the uh, little video. Mm -hmm. Good. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. The next uh, link is actually uh, an infographic, and this is from the Learning Success blog. Yes, this is a, a really nice uh, infographic from the NIH, the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. And if you look at the pictures, you can see that more than 20 million people in the U.S. alone have dyscalculia. And they also have a list of suggestions for parents to make kids familiar with our counting system and with written numbers, with part of a group, and uh, using their experiences in daily life to connect with numbers. So, for instance, uh, noticing things and talking about it, like uh, sizes. Uh, for instance, they say, uh, here's the larger fans and this is the shorter fans. Mm -hmm. And also, um, count the numbers of windows in a house. Okay. Or um, alert children that you have small parts in a group. And here you see the oh yeah the big uh, the, the big, big duck with the three the, little ducklings with the three little ducklings. Yeah. So this is one big one and three small one, but together there are four ducks. So um, the best thing you can do here is print this out and hang it in a place where uh, a lot of young children are. You can see it. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice. Yeah, it's very nicely done. Very, very nicely done. Well, that brings us to the last link for this week. And, and this link uh, goes to uh, a lady who's a PhD. Uh, she's a PhD in physics and she has this cochlea. How that? Yeah, this is a, a very extraordinary lady. Uh, Miss Emma King uh, tells her uh, story. Um, she was uh, diagnosed with dyslexia at a very young age but she specifically struggles with the numbers and the number system. She has uh, issues with uh, short-term memory and she needs to make a note of about everything that happens. She works uh, actually better with algebra and she can write symbols and letters and mm. do calculations with that easier then she can with like a multiplication of 12 times 13. So this again shows us how many different forms uh, of dyscalculia and dyslexia we have and that we really need to tailor our intervention to, uh, to a specific person. There's no one size fits all here. She also tells us uh, she developed a lot of strategies and it's a short but really interesting video. You will be amazed about what she struggled with 
what is easier for a lot of people and what comes easy to her which is actually a lot harder to the rest of us. So, yes, I, I saw her work on yes. that algebraic uh, equation that I could not figure out, but she had no problem with that. Yes, very interesting. Yes, and the uh, the video is also linked on the uh, on the website in the uh, in the blog post, so you can go and take a look at that. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. Those were the links for this week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.